Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by beauty lovers for beauty lovers. We are your hosts, the professional makeup artist, Harriet Hadfield. Hi. And her dog child. One of. One of. One of your dog children. I can't believe you're a mother of two. I know. My How family's times have changed. Now. It's nice. Four. That's nice. It's lovely. And mm. me, the unprofessional beauty lover, Lindsay Kelp. I feel like we've got to get this out of the way. This is a big, this is a big one. <laughs> I'm, we're trying to be chipper. There's yeah, something to be chipper a, about. This is, it's a funny day to be recording this episode, yeah. actually, but... We're recording this in the throes of Corona, Corona mania. It's raining really hard. It's tipping it down it's in It's grey and dark outside. Um, and we have, to, we have some news that's not ideal. <laughs> But we do just want to preface it by saying like... And it's not you, it's us. It's, yeah, it's not you, it's us. Um, this is going to be our last episode for a while. Yeah. And I, I emphasise for a while. Yes. We are going on a hiatus, like a band. And not because of corona. I no, hate no, to add either. No. We actually I planned. Know, I'm like, oh my God, I hadn't even thought. I'm Everyone's like, going to be like, oh, corona's ruined full coverage. No. I'm like, no, we, no. we could have blamed that. We, we, if anything, it's helpful coverage because I've been spending <laughs> a lot of time looking at Sephora's website because um, I haven't been able to leave the house. Um, mm. No, we are taking a hiatus for a while. We're both extremely busy yeah um well, we were until corona so well, we were yeah oh god um I've, I've still got books to write write a book yeah i've got work they on expect course. you to do it mate like, yeah. don't, they're not giving Maybe you a break. Write a book. i keep getting emails being like well you're not leaving the house so <laughs> you've literally got no excuse yeah, now like, oh yeah i'll write too thank you um yeah we just want to say this is not because we don't love the pod and we don't love you we obviously love the pod we, we have so love much love for we you guys enjoy doing this so much but it has got to a point where we're both extremely busy which is great um, yes doing things that we both love yeah but it's um, something had to give yeah and i don't ever want to do this in a way where we're not giving it our best shot yeah um and i know you feel the same we'd always said that from the beginning we were like yeah. we'll do this until we feel like we can't do it to a point where you know it's either doing it half fast or just fitting it in we want to be able to give it our all every time we do it because you guys deserve that yeah i don't want to do a shoddy pod no no Who shoddy pod i don't want shoddy pod hashtag shoddy pod hashtag shoddy pod <laughs> hashtag not fun hashtag shoddy pod um so from for the time being we are this is gonna be our last episode for now um I, i'm positive we're back it just might be a slightly different form yeah uh, it might not be exactly as you know it but it will be we can't tell you what that would look when like it will at this be. point yeah, yeah exactly because otherwise kind of, we wouldn't be on hiatus we'd be yes <laughs> just having to pause things while we you know work on some of our it yeah. feels like a band that we're spinning I know, up i was like i want to work on my solo projects yeah it's like when take that <laughs> announced that robbie had left and they were like everything's fine though and i'm like everything's no fine, but it is fine. Because we're still, in, we're in the same room having the conversation. I know. Also, I think we and Lindsay were saying like we miss each other. It's like whenever we yeah. meet each other now, it's kind of like we love the pod, but it is a Squeeze lot. In a pod. Like Squeeze you in a pod. guys, like honestly, so much work goes into these episodes as well as all the lols. Yeah. And you know, Lindsay, I know, like works so hard doing the edits on this and everything. She's like an absolute trooper. Like she's literally. Oh. I love you, boo. I love you too. But you know, I think we both were like the exciting things have been happening for both of us, and we want to be able to like be there as 
friends for each other as well yeah. and you know yeah. not just every time we see each other be you know everything about the pod so yeah. we hope you guys understand and all we can say is thank you for everything and yes. for for listening supporting us for our patreon peoples we yes. love you we love you so much and you we know love you a long time we'll see what happens yeah we love you very very much yeah. we very much appreciate it um but obviously we're, we're not gonna just like not do this episode no it's like <laughs> the end I know, so many people have switched off and gone well that's that then they're like well that's uh, sad <laughs> what we thought we would do today is talk about everything we've learned in the last three years it's been three years how mad is I that i cannot believe it's been that long three years like it feels like we started it two weeks ago i know three Crazy. years like 80 something pods Whoa. a million downloads <gasps> a million is it downloads. We got a million downloads oh it's mental it's been amazing um which is why i think it's really good time to like take a break on yeah, a high we've hit those milestones yeah. so we wanted to talk about the things we've learned how beauty has changed and i mean we have seen drastic change in three years yeah massively mental i mean in that time we've seen the rise of influencer marketing we've seen the rise of youtuber own um, influencer own brands we've seen cancel culture yeah take out careers yeah. Uh, we have seen clean beauty. We have seen green beauty, whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, we have seen brands come and go. We have seen what I thought were iconic heritage brands close. We have seen yeah. so many new brands open. Uh, what have been what have been some highlights for you, do you think? Um, I mean, I think even when we first started this podcast, you know, we went into it with, we both love beauty. We always end up talking about beauty when we see each other anyway. Yeah. Let's just put a mic on us both and see what happens. And I think... <laughs> what a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not. But I think what's interesting is even seeing the way people talk about beauty now. You know, obviously there is more podcasts. There's more different ways of media sharing how to enjoy beauty. And I think the emphasis on people... For me, the thing that's special is people just having fun with it and yeah. it less being about a right way to do things and more about having fun with it you know the brilliant thing about makeup and the thing I'll love till the day I die is the fact you can take it off and do it again or change yeah. it and do a different look every day like it's it's such a magical thing and especially with what's going on right now in the world like I take a lot of comfort in being able to do something I love just on myself and it's yeah, nice to sit in front of the mirror and just play with makeup and you know it makes me calmer it makes me feel good and it's a nice distraction in somewhat uncertain times yeah it's it's so crazy to me one of our earliest episodes when i look back it was one of our earliest episodes which is mad um is when we went to vegas to see Imagine oh my, my God. life that was a highlight three years 100%. ago <laughs> what a highlight um and we did the episode about feminism and beauty because i had recently at that point had someone say something really snide to me yes, about like, oh, like makeup how are you a feminist you love makeup yeah um, just so old it's school, so ridiculous like, i do feel like we've made leaps and bounds in that yeah but i also do feel that's a fight we're still fighting which is crazy to me when i think yeah. about how many things have changed um and how much more aware people are now of things like cruelty free of clean green whatever um, yeah, I, I just hate that i hate it I hate it um <laughs> But the idea that we're still having to fight to say what I put on my face is none of your business. Yeah. Like that still blows my mind a little bit. Um, and I, I, I like to think we've helped that for, with some people. Well, and I also I think we've been open to lots of different topics. You know, we've covered things like Botox. We've talked about fillers. You know, there's things that some people who listen to this might be like, oh, that's totally not for me. Or I, But I feel like we've always tried to be open enough yeah. to include everyone and feel like no topic's really been taboo for I mean, our how podcast. how mad is it that when we first started doing this... Um, the lip injection lip fillers were still like 
just starting yeah. to be a thing. I remember we, I remember looking for research because we were talking mm. about the Kylie Jenner thing when she had just admitted yeah. that she'd done injections and when she was pretending that they weren't fillers and then suddenly they were and everyone was scandalized and that became normalized so quickly. Yeah. That was mental to me how quickly we went from being like, oh my goodness, they let that 17 year old have lip fillers to, to mass normalization. Yeah, cue yeah. every single person is yes. out there getting lip fillers on a Saturday lunchtime without batting an eye. Not yeah. every, but do you know what I mean? Like, it Everyone became a normality. Yeah, yeah, it's it, not unusual anymore. It's no different to like getting a hair color for some people yes. or getting a manicure. Well, and also I think what it did that for me is interesting as makeup artist and even in my own personal kind of views of beauty and what I feel work for me is that I think the lines have become very blurred now with this element of what you take on and off because even with um, you know Botox etc now there's things that can dissolve and then they disappear and it's yeah, like fillers can be you know if a moisturizer can change the way your wrinkles look is that just as bad as but you know I think there's a very yeah. there's a lot of gray area that I think we have to keep like a really open mind about and still explore and you know yes it's good to question your own motivation but I think ultimately you have to do things that you feel comfortable yeah. with and I think that the hardest thing is letting go of judgment of other people yes you know yeah. just kind I know of, um on Caroline Hiren's friend of the pod that's one lovely thing we've made lovely friends we've had on some this pod lovely we'll ladies. talk about that and in gents. a bit lovely ladies and gents yeah uh but Caroline uh posted on her stories and I'm sure 99% of you follow Caroline, but she had posted recently about having got fillers and Botox and tweakments. I know that's the big, that's the hot word right now is, oh, is tweakments. Tweakments. Yeah, having a tweakment. Mm. Um, and Caroline had talked about what she'd had and she got a lot of hate uh, from people who were disappointed, she says, using bunny ears about her having got treatments and not just like accepting her face as it is. And I'm like, Firstly, none of your business. Caroline's quite right. She shared that information with you in the interest of transparency. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's really, she doesn't have to, but no, I think that's, that's really good of her given her brand and who and what yeah. she is. I think like I like to talk about it when I get things done because... I the only part of it that ever makes me uncomfortable is the idea that someone's trying to pretend this is just how they look because yes. then that presents an un unrealistic standard completely. of beauty and I think when we present unrealistic standards of beauty that's what's harmful. damaging yeah completely. yeah but I don't think there is anything damaging about saying what you've had done and admitting it and acknowledge not even admitting because it's not an admission it's just like acknowledging what you did yes and acknowledging the artistry of the technician that did it a lot completely of the time. because like makeup artists there's good ones there's bad ones and there's ones that are okay it's like you know finding the best of the best yes. actually is a skill in itself and also knowing what you can afford for your price point and where to go that's safe like these are all things that you yeah. really have to educate yourself it on. is crazy and i've had a couple of like i've had lip filler uh twice three times uh, always with brianna Will wheeler who we had on the pod a few weeks ago from facile um i've had botox a lot of times from different places uh and i've seen such a marked difference of the different places and i've yes. only gone i've been very lucky i've only been to really nice places mm, and had still. very uh practiced and experienced people do it and i've still had it done times where i'm like oof, that is harsh like really? that was too much yeah um like, that's my fear that's still my personal fear is like if i were to ever try it yeah if it's got, but then it's again like, like i know it dissolves so it like, dissolves this is it like i, I would want to say like a year ago or so i went to a place um and got because it's that person I know doesn't work there anymore, so I'm not going to throw that place under the bus. But I went somewhere and got Botox. And she did it exactly where I told her to do it, but I just got very high arched eyebrows. It looked yeah. very hard. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I want the eyelid lift I've had before when I've yes. been here. But where she positioned it, it just 
was too harsh or she put in too much you know like I don't know my maybe my body reacted differently to it this time that's the other thing but it really is an art and it's an art and a science like if you're gonna have someone put stuff in your face this has not changed from our advice the first time make sure that person is the best person to be doing your research it was only after meeting Brianna and seeing the care and attention that she takes yeah to every single drop of anything she's putting in is yeah. going into exactly where it needs to be. Do you know how many muscles are in your face? It's so many. The fine muscles in your face and like putting filler into the finest tissues on your body. It's mm. like, it's an absolute art. It should be respected. It should be appreciated. Um, but yeah, I do think the most important thing is to acknowledge it and not pretend it isn't happening. Because yes. that's when it's like, oh, you just want people to believe that you still look like you're And it's not a realistic standard. It's not yes. fair to everyone else. I don't think it helps anyone. I think it's no. kind of, you know, yes, it is your choice. But if I spend, I think it's more pre- precedent as well for someone who's in the public eye yes. or someone who actually has an influence where there's, you know, perhaps you're endorsing anti-wrinkle creams. And, yes. you know, like let's, you know, I think it's fine to say, oh, I also have this done, but, you know, this cream has really helped yeah. me in this way. This is it. And you get a lot of people will do that, a lot of celebrities, and they say, well, I haven't had any procedures it's like but you're getting a facial every week or you're getting laser tightening every well, week again, this is what i mean about therapy. the gray area yeah. it's like at what point is and and to yeah. me there is i've always felt for me there was something different about something different about injecting it into myself as opposed to applying Topical. topically it's totally different yeah. so i think that for me has always been my obstacle and that's something i know that as i get older you know i find myself going oh do i care well, you yeah. know it's, it's still a gray area for me and i'm very open about that that i'm like you know i think you do you like whatever makes you feel good and i also know that there's women around me who don't have anything done or who look equally beautiful but then the women who i know who have had it done look equally beautiful too it's not yeah. a better than it's more just no. like what feels right for you and it's that's the thing it's so personal it's so personal like it that's where when people are like but it's so bad for you and the way you feel about yourself I'm like only if you're doing it for someone else or for other yeah. people's expectations mm. when I'm doing Botox it's for my own expectation of mm. myself it's for what I feel comfortable looking back at the mirror or if I look at something and think I look a bit tired I reckon I could look a little bit less tired yeah. and that would make me happy it doesn't make me better it doesn't no, make me better or worse. It's yeah. just an option that's available Completely. to me that I'm happy to and take. And I think we will continue to see, you were talking about the tweakments. I think yes. we will continue to see a rise of, I'm doing the rabbit ears, yep. quotations, uh, baby Botox. We're going to see yeah. more of that. And I think what we, I think what will happen is there will be a real grey area of, uh, the grey area is going to become a middle ground. I yeah. think that's what we're going to see is treatments that definitely are kind of like, half and half of that so again you know sometimes your soul's saying where we're like this is like botox but it it's no you know it's kind of like oh okay so if it's like that i could just have botox like do you know what i mean like it's sort of i think that's what's going to be interesting to see where that goes we're seeing brands and we're seeing like the fda and csa or asa or whatever um they're all cracking down on claims. We're seeing that yes. more and more and Which more. Which I think is important yeah, too, being you realistic. You cannot be a cream that says, I do the same thing as Botox. Like, what? You you were injected into the skin and you paralyzed nerves. <laughs> wow. Well, and also and it's like, like... No, it's not possible. I remember when number seven, that, what was it called? The serum that they made, the one that oh, everyone, the went one that everyone went nuts for. Like, literally sold out. And I think yeah. there was a, some documentary in England where they, they like tested loads of different creams and they somehow managed to prove that was like one of the only ones that actually did some notable yeah. difference. And I remember people going like, really nuts for that like it was a really intense thing where they were flying off the shelves and they were sold out for weeks yeah. it was like weightless and all that and it wasn't an, an expensive product either which is I think why people were so yeah. excited and I think it fulfilled a claim and I think there's a lot of I think maybe what else has changed and I wonder if you agree with this Lindsay is that our audience and 
the consumer in general now has more access to education. So much, and yeah, they so much understand more, they know what they want. And yes, there's definitely confusion and there's a lot of terms being thrown around like cocktailing skincare, etc. But I think ultimately the information is there if you want to find it. It might take you a while to find a reliable source. Yeah. But the consumer now is educated in a way perhaps we weren't 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah, between YouTube, Instagram, podcasts. And brands know that. I think brands know they're competing oh, with absolutely. that, having to meet that demand. For I mean, I know we've lost magazines. We've lost mm. most print magazines now at this point, but there is such a wealth of information. And that's why brands are fighting over people like Caroline Hirons, yeah. Nadine Bagger, all these yeah. people that have everyone's um, trust and attention. Because you look at, there's so many influencers out there, but then you you're seeing this rise, which I think is really interesting. I've read an article about it um, this weekend about the rise of the 40 plus beauty blogger. And I'm like, it's not, to me, it's not the rise of the 40 plus, be- 40 plus beauty blogger. <laughs> it's not saying like, oh, women in, in, in their 40s, I'm going to be 40 this year. Women 40 plus are just becoming interested. Mm. We're just being acknowledged. That's it. Like women of that age bracket have got more disposable income than younger Completely. women. They are definitely just as interested. They yeah. just haven't been acknowledged. And the thing that you get with that age when it comes to the influencers, when we look at Nadine, Nadine's a, a career journalist. It's mm. To me, I'm like, it's not even fair to call an influencer. Not that I'm disparaging influencers. Yes. That woman has spent her entire career working yes. in beauty as a journalist. She has so much, she's such a wealth of information. There is not a product or a brand or something that you cannot mention that Nadine will just randomly pull a fact out mm. about and be like, oh, well, you know, this happened on that. And I'm like, oh my God, she's an encyclopedia. And then Caroline, who has been working with brands her whole career as well and knows product inside out, knows skin inside out, is a, a, a trained facialist, like has hours and hours and hours, like thousands of hours of experience on people's faces. And Emma Guns, you know, Emma is uh, branching out from beauty. She does Beauty Plus on her podcast now, but Emma is a career journalist who has worked in this field. She knows, they know all their stuff. You're not just buying them because they're older you're getting their experience and they're getting their knowledge that you cannot yes, buy i think knowledge is the key word and i think i read somewhere that the knowledge industry is like quadrupling like year yeah. by or it, the way it's expanding is crazy and i think you know i remember at one point people used to get really angry when they'd be like oh so and so is now a uh uh face specialist so and so is now this yeah. and what about and it's like there are always going to be people out there who don't have much background and don't know what they're doing but yes, i think when always. you find the people that really have that wealth experience and that doesn't necessarily have to mean they've like you know i don't know it's spent 20 years in education but perhaps they've been working in uh facial spas perhaps they've yeah. been working with clients one-on-one you know they've actually got some kind of experience that's real i think that knowledge is what you're you know when you're when that person's being sponsored to do something or you see them collaborating with a brand you're paying for their knowledge yeah. and that's what you're watching their them knowledge, for their experience and yeah. their integrity because also i think especially when someone isn't having to be affiliated with one particular brand there's a sense of they can tell you the generic, you yeah. know, the generic information you need. And that's what I think anyone who's good at what they do within the social media sphere, mm-hmm. especially in beauty, yes, they'll work with brands they love as well, because why shouldn't they get paid to promote brands they're going to promote yeah. anyway? But, you know, generally they can give you the information that's not even brand specific. Yeah. And I think that's where, for me, I gain trust. Yeah, you know, for sure. Where I'm getting my information. Yeah, I definitely, I don't really watch um, as many influencers and YouTubers anymore that mm. are just general. Yes. You I, I see definitely some used to be 
more into a lifestyle type thing but now especially beauty I'm gonna look at the people that are beauty focused the Nadine's the Caroline's um even a Jeffree Star like I love watching Jeffree's reviews because I'm seeing him use the product and I'm watching him do it so I'm not like worried that he's just played it made it look good because I'm watching him put it on so I'm like you know what like whether you like him or not I I enjoy watching it because I like his experience and he now as a brand founder and a brand owner Mm. knows what a good product is yeah um I definitely find myself targeting those people like honing in on the people that specialize in the thing that they do and the people that I really genuinely believe in their integrity yeah that I just don't believe I don't believe Nadine Baggett's going to take a payday no Nadine's not going to risk a lifetime's career Mm. on one payday for a brand like she's not going to do something unless she believes in it Uh, and I just think that's that's the thing that's definitely become more hardened in me over the last couple of years I think three years ago everyone was Mm. doing everything yeah and now it feels like your um so your sources of uh, information are becoming more niche in a good way yeah Uh, and I do appreciate that I'm I'm not mad about seeing fewer influencers (laughs) hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I think like I think not. the word influencer is so loaded with feeling and emotion for a lot of people and also again even that misunderstanding what exactly it means yeah. and I think for me I, I again I, I have no issue with someone calling me that or that word personally but I think for me what I do is I create content that's what I do yeah. whether it's the podcast whether it's my YouTube channel whether it's my Instagram and for me my driving factor is always how can I answer a question how can I educate how can I inspire because I think you know, if you were to ask me what my goal is, I think really it's to help makeup artists that, you know, are wanting to grow and also to help people that can find makeup quite intimidating. Yeah. Get out of that feeling of doing it right and just be like, okay, let's have fun with it. And I think what we've loved, you know, I've definitely loved about doing this podcast is that sense of the community that the beauty yes. brings. Oh my it's God, that, absolutely. You know, it's just, a, it's, it, like I said, it's escapism. Yeah. And that's and we amazing. should clarify, the community's going nowhere. The Facebook group obviously yep. will still be open. You guys uh, crack we'll on. We'll be in there. <laughs> we'll be in there. So we're yeah. still going to be around. Keep in we're touch. still going to be chatting. We're still going to be, I'm not yeah. going to stop loving beauty. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Imagine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just think like, I think we had that bubble like probably probably two years 18 months ago where we had that like the high times and this happens with any trend it happens with movies it happens with music it happens with celebrities it happens with models when anything is cresting when there will be a bubble of um people that are at the forefront of it and we had that moment where manny laura gabriel nikita dragon jeffree star all those people were at everything 
Um, Bretman rocks I would put into that category now, but yeah. I do. He is a sweetie. I do love him a mm. little bit. Um, <laughs> but you know, they had their names on everything. They had their fingers in every pie. They were sponsored by every brand. They were living large. It was all bright, colorful, loud, you know, and then there was all the drama. There was the tea. Yes. And I think even that for me is how I've seen the industry shift a bit. It's become more like a reality TV show yes. in some ways. There's a sense of like, you know, you've got your violet grays and you're kind of more, I'm just here to buy a really beautiful product. Yeah. I don't want to know a backstory. Like, yeah. Just give me what works. And I think that was, that's why that bubble had to burst because it yes. was never about the beauty. No, for me, it, it was, was more about, about branding. Beauty. It was branding it was about a them. person. Yeah. yeah. And it was their brand and yeah. their content. And it's like, yes, you buy into them. And I 100%, if that's your jam and you just love watching Manny videos, I used to watch a lot of Manny videos because I enjoyed him. Yeah. And then the more I watched it, the less I enjoyed it. And the more it made me not have fun. So I stopped and I stopped engaging. And I'm like, that's a really important self-care tip. Yeah. If you're not enjoying something, stop watching it. Completely. I mean, you know, we all watch something trending. Like, you know, what Nikki did with um, The Power of Makeup was amazing. And I think such a a great um, discussion around beauty. But then it turns into like my truth of, you know, the arguments with so-and-so. And And I think... No more my truth videos, videos. like just, just let it go no more like, James Charles. I, I no think, more and yeah, James Charles. I think that's when for me I'm like wait is this about makeup or is this about trying to become yes. a celebrity like for yes. me I don't understand that and again I don't need to I'm just like cool great if that's what your brand is about yeah. right no, but thank you. I think you know for me if you're a brand owner it should always be about your consumer your customer and getting yeah. to know them and making sure that they because I think as well the biggest thing that I hope continues to evolve as well in beauty is the education side of like not just here's a great product here's a great product and this is how yeah. it changes things for you this is how it makes your yeah. life easier or your routine quicker and I think that for a while again I do think a little bit due to the influencing beginning it was like here's this thing that's great but it's like why is it great why do yeah, I need like, it oh my God. why am I going to part with yeah. my hard-earned cash no I know and I do think the rise of someone like a Katie Jane Hughes is mm. a direct correlation yeah. to the fall in that kind. so it's like we've gone from having these very bright brash larger than life characters yeah. who were very much it feels more like reality TV attack, no exactly it's not about themselves not about the product or the brand or the education so then we see someone like Katie who very much put, shows us her personality and who she is in her life. But well, I think it's know, education first. The core for Katie is, and we talked to her, we interviewed yeah. her, we, and that was her, her biggest thing. She was like, I think the most important and the biggest forthcoming trend will be education. education. Yeah. Um, and I just think she's such a breath of fresh air compared to that. Or oh, she's just a very very strong alternative yeah to that. and there's and I room think for everyone she has been there's, as successful yeah, as she has there's definitely room for everyone but I think like we said you know there are trends within beauty and even with the people that are influencing beauty and I think that will continue to evolve and I think you know I I've loved seeing you know creatives I've, I've loved seeing certain creators be given a voice yes through social media who perhaps before you know is can be like looking for a needle in a haystack especially the more of us there are but there is room for all of us and mm-hmm. I think ultimately it's about finding the things that make you tick with beauty as well you know I get yeah. so many people DM me who are like can you watch my YouTube video I've just started this or can you, you yeah know, and I'm like cool great but I think like you you know you don't need anyone's approval either you don't yeah. need someone bigger to say oh that's really good it's like if you feel passionate about it you're already doing the right thing yeah so i agree it's um it's just i just it's really weird isn't it i just 
I used to watch so many YouTube videos and now I watch like no YouTube yes, videos. Yes, I was thinking the same the other day, actually. Like my, I think I, and even with my own channel, I've definitely found like, I think I've said to you before, Lindsay, there's a book I read called Essentialism yeah. by Greg, Greg McEwen and it's about doing less but better. Because I think as well for all of us, no matter what your job is, there's definitely been feelings within beauty industry and many other industries sometimes where it's like you've got to do everything. Yeah. And, you know, I've definitely dabbled with that. And even us doing the podcast, like I've learned so yeah. much and oh I, God, I've yeah. loved, you know, I like we said we always wanted to make sure we're making content that we care about and are passionate about and I think sometimes people are feeling burnout as well within that and even that thing of like the you know the newness the newness all the time yeah. I think that's something again I think brands are also becoming more aware that consumers understand that SKUs on a shelf aren't what they're necessarily after yeah. anymore it's like that was I don't really, need it for the sake of needing it that was a really interesting outcome for me from our conversation with April from Vintner's Daughter really? when she very much talked to her, we were like, what's next for Vintner's daughter? And she was like, I am working on one thing. And then after that, I don't know. Yeah. She was like, I'm not interested on putting multiple products on a shelf just to put a new skew in every season to replace someone else's skew. And it's yes. like, yeah, that's, it's really interesting. Like that's such a, cause we were in a point of, it was a fever pitch and we have seen that bubble yeah. burst. We've seen the, the beauty bubble is bursting. Yeah. Like numbers are down year on year. 2019 was down on 2018. Mm this year is for sure going to be down if only because of coronavirus and the impact that's going to have on uh, outlets and um, shipping and all and manufacturing in the far east and in italy uh we're definitely we've reached fatigue and what was a really interesting part of that again it was like yeah we were all watching we were consuming so much more content yes. than we were before yeah. when you were buying two magazines a month and going mm. like looking at 10 beauty pages yes and then suddenly you're looking at 10 videos a day yes. from all different people who are using all different products every single day 15 different eyeshadow palettes on yeah. one eye you know and it's like oh yeah. my god i want it i want it i want it and it created such terrifying fomo and then for celebrities to come and makeup artists to come out of that even, we look at like Patrick Tarr who yeah. came from Instagram. Yeah. You know, before it was like, you would see the makeup artist and then you would see him on Instagram. But now it's like you see someone on Instagram and then they become the makeup artist. Completely. The snake has eaten its own tail. Like yeah, I know. It, it, it has reversed so funny. in a way that is very, very interesting where now the influencers are influencing the brands instead of the brands influencing the influencers. Yeah. And I just think, I do think that has really, really kicked off a lot of the conscientious beauty and being conscious in what you're buying. And we get so many messages now. We get people on our Facebook group all the time saying like, how do I, and we just addressed this on yeah. a Patreon episode. How do I um, reconcile my love of beauty yeah. with my desire to be more sustainable? And I think that's going to be the biggest trend we see especially at like a drugstore level where it is just a constant turnover yeah, it's like that height that um fast fashion almost yeah. you know it's the same with makeup now i think it's like oh okay well this is the trend in makeup it's a gel liner or a liner pen everyone has to do a liner pen or everyone has to do a cream shadow that's in like a stick formula or whatever you know there's and that will always be there i think to an extent but I think as well with more, and also, I think, you know, there's been more indie brands. I feel like more than ever, there's been more indie brands getting more of a voice. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel yeah. like there's more, again, social media for me. I love that that's it's given a, them more yeah, of a that's platform. That's a great side of social media. You know, it just takes one product to go viral in the quotation marks again, you know, and it really helps catapult a brand into the spotlight that perhaps otherwise you know it would have relied on again for print media yeah. you know yeah that they couldn't afford yeah the it would have been so much harder. relationship so i think that's a real benefit as well positive yeah, for sure i i do yeah it's very weird something like 
Like I love Fenty for what it's done. Fenty has been a game changer in the industry and I love it for that. But I do think Fenty is a brand and it's owned by Kendo. So it's part of the Sephora LVMH group. It's not Rihanna. Everyone's like Fenty is Rihanna. And they've been very clever about yes. making that the message. And yes, Rihanna is behind Fenty, but it's also mm. owned by Kendo, mm. which owns Sephora as part of LVMH. It is yeah. a giant corporate brand. Yeah. Rihanna is in charge of the creative to all intents and purposes. She's very closely aligned with the brand. I think Rihanna is someone who is very in control of her brand and would not yeah. be not would not not be you know it's like she wouldn't just chuck a name on something yeah. and walk out um but Fenty is also a brand that puts out quite a lot of product mm. like from nothing yeah. to everything and is that sustainable for us like for the consumer well I think it's not I mean I think again with those bigger brands they're even like it's like when no one helps themselves it's like if one big brand's doing it the other big brand's like oh well, we should be in it too we need more skis we need a new yeah. launch for what is it they call it like when it's the in-between bits like you know the mid-fall or the yeah. you know oh my god the Remember Easter when launch used to be four collections yeah. a year and now I mean, it's like a collection every month yeah like Mac was one of the first to like do crazy amounts of collections and now it's quite yeah. normal I think within a lot of the luxury brands but yeah. and also again I think collaborations you know the collaboration yeah. side of beauty to make it that it's gonna sell out buy it now and i think that oh is a God, big contributor the fomo thing is such a big contribute and i'm guilty of it no me i too. buy into it so easily it, i'm a consumer and i'm a makeup artist i hold my hands up to that i'm a sucker for packaging i'm a sucker for hype like you know yes i'll, I'll kind of speak my mind once i know but once i've tried it sorry but i i think the sustainability thing is something we're going to keep talking about I think for me as a makeup artist, I find it hard because obviously irrelevant of what's happening with Corona, even before Corona, hygiene's always been at the forefront of my work. So, you know, things yeah. like disposable straws, you know, it's, I have to have individually wrapped straws because I can't have straws floating around in my bag. Like, you know, there's a certain element of what I can and can't do. Yes, I can use disposable, uh, sorry, I can use reusable uh, cotton rounds on myself, but I can't use no. those in my kit. Yeah, I can't have, have use, three in them. You, know, you can use a yeah. bamboo cotton I might have, exactly. recyclable, I can, but yes. you can't use no cotton buds so you know? there's you know there's always going to be different things and again i think that will keep evolving and other brands are going to take on those challenges and say well okay we'll make the solution to that problem so you can be a make pass and be fully yeah. sustainable and you know and i'm sure there's those options being made right now so i think things will come i think as well it doesn't help when you know again people educating each other is great but the hating on people for stuff as well yeah. i think is really tiring the cancel culture and attack culture has just yeah. gotten a little bit too much for me um, I mean, we like we said, we're taking our hiatus. And yes, it's because we're both really busy with other projects that we need to commit more time and effort to, which you should be excited about, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> like if you're a fan of our other work, get get excited. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that another time, but not on this pod. Um, but it's also that I, I am suffering a bit of burnout. Like I yeah. have got a bit where I'm not, I'm not as excited. Like when I get a product that I love, I am excited. But when I look at the news every day, when I open another press release, I'm like, oh, look, another press release. Yeah. Like it takes so much more to get me giddy. Because yes. you see the same text, you see the same marketing spiel. And same I think it words. does get to a point yeah. where it's like, oh, not Squalene. Squal Squ Squalene. Squalene. Yep. You know, you see Squalene <laughs> is like a big... Oh, uh, and then suddenly oh, everything's falling and it's yeah, like yeah there's, know. there's definitely you know beyond a trend there's definitely that sense of like oh god we don't have that product we need to make that product yeah. and I think you know again it's I think it's confidence in your brand as well like yep. knowing what you do well and not feeling like you have to fit yeah, in agreed. with everyone else and greenwashing has been a major issue for me like that's really frustrated me being in this space because we get asked all the time you know what products are green what products are safe what products are green what products are safe what's non-toxic and the thing that makes me crazy about that is not that brands are 
attempting to be more sustainable, more environmentally conscious, more responsible. It's that they are fear mongering. And that drives me insane. To make their product sell and put down another. This is the thing. What you ultimately have to remember about every single product out there, and I'm sorry, every single product out there, it's out there to make money. Yeah, it's a business. No one's out there to lose money. No one's out there just to do a nice thing for you. Mm. That's not real life. Like Sephora is a corporate machine. All the brands in Sephora have to earn their penny every earn every inch of space that they have Mm. everyone is a corporate machine their end goal is to sell you something the fantastic thing is when their end goal aligns with your end goal which is to have fun with makeup and express yourself creatively fantastic when their end goal overwhelms your end goal and just makes you feel anxious makes you feel not good enough makes you feel like you are not achieving a standard of beauty that that is acceptable in society that makes you feel like you're not good enough because you can't buy everything that's too much and that's not okay and now the new strand of that is well what you're buying isn't green Mm. and say what the does green even mean? Well, again, I think there's no clarification. I think until there is clear, you know, it's a bit like I remember when magazines first started saying like, you know, oh, shot with lash inserts and stuff. It's like, you know, people would say like, oh, it has been retouched. But I think, I don't know, I just think sometimes that gray area of not explaining something, unless we know what it is, then... It, it doesn't help anyone. Yeah, like no, no one, exactly. You know, you can't say glean, cre- glean, glean. You can't say glean. <laughs> you can't say glean, which is green and clean combined. I, I'm waiting for that. You can't say green. You can't say clean. You can't say non-toxic because nothing is toxic. No one is to say your product is non-toxic implies that the other Everyone's products are, are toxic. Yeah. And do you know how much testing goes into these things? Yes. That is an industry all of its own. It's crazy. It drives me crazy. Like, yes, there are ingredients that you should be conscious of and aware of. I know it's it's not a bad idea to avoid there are puppies involved you guys and it's about to get real i mean as if we weren't emotional enough already ronnie ronnie get on the sofa ronnie's being shy he's got he needs his minute yeah um but yeah i mean we um people want to be wary of phthalates people want to be wary of things like that and i know and i understand that parabens phthalates the things that you hear about over and over and over, um, BPAs in plastics. Yes, those are things we need to be aware of because they can be hormone disruptors. He agrees, Ronnie agrees. <laughs> and we should all be safe. But there's a difference between being safe and being aware and scaring people. Yes, exactly. Uh, and a lot of brands are not straight up about what they do. What I really liked about Biosense, mm. who are very much leading this green f- charge, um, is that they are very realistic about what that means, yeah. that they are renewable. They're making their squalane as bioidentical squalane. They use the sugarcane uh, to make their packaging. Everything's recyclable. They're just so honest and upfront about it. They're not saying, we're green and clean. Yes. It's like, no, they're, I think the they're defining is, that. Until someone can say in one sentence how you define clean or green, yeah. I think it will always be something, take it with a pinch of salt, like, you know, have your own idea of what you're willing to put on your face and not willing yes. to put on your face because it's yep. different for everyone. But, you know, there might be something that's not considered clean that is yep. actually what you thought was clean yes. and vice versa. Well, this is it. And people that say, oh, I don't want to use chemicals. It's like, well, I hate to tell you this. Everything's a chemical. Like water's Water a chemical. Is a chemical. Yeah, that's Everything's my favorite one. It's really, it's really hard. And retinol yeah. is the, still the only product that is FDA, the only ingredient that's FDA cleared to correct 
wrinkles. Like it's the actually the only thing that you can use that can say I have been medically tested and clinically tested yes. to correct wrinkles. Yeah, sorry. we had, sorry. Apologies, everyone. We had to take a break while Ronnie had a wee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it cut me off mid flow, much like Ronnie. Um, what a pop! But anyway, I was just getting dead mad about scaring people. Um, it just drives me crazy. There's no I, need I mean, for it. No, and it's another thing. Like we're seeing more and more people being conscious about cruelty-free beauty, which is fantastic. Yes. Um, Obviously, I feel like this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it. We all want to see an end to animal testing. Yes. That's animal testing. It just doesn't need to happen. It doesn't need to happen. Um, I think what is hard for people is when they've been using a brand that doesn't test on animals uh, and then they find out, oh, that brand changes their sales uh, policy and they start selling into areas that require animal testing. Now, I think um, a thing that's quite difficult here and it's, Somebody asked me this on Instagram a few weeks ago. Like I didn't ask me anything and somebody was like, do you use, do you only use cruelty-free beauty? And I was like, this feels like a setup. Yeah, like whatever like, you're going to be I, like. There's no, I don't. So I'm like, it makes me, but then I sound yeah. like a terrible person by being yes. like, no, I love to use products I've been tested <laughs> on animals. They're my favorite. Like, of course I don't. Um, but there's such a, it's such an emotive term because you're immediately brought to mind with all those Peter ads from like the 80s yes. and 90s. Oh my and gosh, like yes. Poor animals being tested on yeah. and vivisection and all that terrible, terrible stuff. The reality of it now is many brands that sell in China, they do not themselves test on animals. Obviously all through Europe, EU, UK, it's all illegal. But China, which is really, really awful and wrong and unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but it is still a really difficult gray area. And until we get China and Asia to mm. change things, yeah. the big corporations are not going to stop doing it because they can't afford to. Yeah. And it's, yes, we should all vote with our money. And yes, we should, if we want it to change, we should try mm. to use where we can. But it's really hard it's easy to say and harder to do well especially with me like I have clients that like what they like and you know it's not my it's not fair for me to put my opinion on someone else I respect what my clients want so I try to have a very diverse kit um and I think again I want someone to feel good in the makeup they're wearing and I know you know 100% of people I work with would prefer all the brands to be cruelty free but some people have irritations to certain things some people have allergies like you know you have to go with what works for you sometimes especially when it's more skincare brands change too like wet and wild used to be uh, leaping bunny certified or they were cruelty free and now they're not because they're selling in China Charlotte Tilbury was the big one recently Um, and a lot of the rationale behind that which was gossip in the beauty industry is that she's ultimately going to try and sell the brand soon right so obviously if she sells in china that massively um inflates her brand value because she's opened a new market that's Mm. literally billions of dollars it's not millions it's billions of dollars that it could potentially add to her brand value so if she sells a a company that sells in asia is far more valuable to the buyer than a company Mm. that doesn't yeah um and that's again where it comes down to the fact that these are corporations these are not yes charlotte tilbury has a face is a human has when you think about charlotte tilbury the brand you think about charlotte but there's also a board and a, a company and a corporation and people that have to be reported to for profits. And that's how all decisions are made. It's not just that one person. Um, it's, it's, really, it's really complicated. I still find the beauty of business fascinating. Yes, it does me. I love that. Is it www? Yes, Women's Wear Daily. www.com. Yes. Um, not WWE. Very I was thinking that. I was like, wait a minute. I very know it's one different. of those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I still find it fascinating. And the idea that literally to me and you, it's 
I pick up a, like think uh, like a Gucci lipstick. I pick up a Gucci lipstick in shop in a shop, and I have an immediate dopamine rush. I feel incredible. It's beautiful. I look at it. I smell it. I try it on. I look at how I look. I mm. think about how I will feel as a woman that owns a Gucci mm. lipstick. There's I think so about how my friends will it. feel yeah. when they see it. I think about telling my friends about it. I think about how I'm going to feel when I open my handbag and see it in two weeks and just pull it out when I'm mm. having a shit day and put yeah. my lipstick on. And all these wonderful things that happen when I have a personal connection with that one product, that one product to the company is a bottom line. Yeah. When the only connection that that company has with that product is how much they made off it. Yeah. So it's like everything else you're, you're putting on it, you're creating it. And yes, that's the marketing team's job. But again, again, that's their job. That's how they earn their money. Um, And I'm, I'm the one that's doing everything else. I'm the one that's creating all of the feeling and the connection. They're making money. And like, I think when you're having a hard time and you're feeling burnt out or you're upset because a brand you like made a choice, you kind of have to remember that yep. and not take it personally and actually just say, okay, if this is my ethical choice, I'm just not going to buy from that brand yes, anymore. Yes, exactly. That's all you can do in that circumstance. Yeah. Vote with your wallet. It's like yeah. people who hate Starbucks and it's like, well, then like, don't go don't there. Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's the best thing you can do to tell them that you don't like them. Yeah. It's not go in and tell them you don't like them. Just don't like, spend that, Just yeah. go, don't spend your money there. And mm. eventually they'll go out of business. That's how yeah. it works. Like, I'm not saying don't tell your friends, but I'm saying like, don't go on the <laughs> internet and scream about things because that's just going to make you angrier. Yeah. Getting angry online only makes you feel worse doesn't make anyone else feel worse leave at the door no um i'm gonna try and cheer it up a bit (laughs) like it got dead heavy uh what are some of your favorite moments of the last three years favorite products favorite Um, pods oh my gosh i feel like vegas now you when you said vegas i was like that for me was the ultimate highlight i think we should mean not literally right now but (laughs) yeah yeah in better times we will do that yes i loved vegas breakfast in bed with a pod was the best i remember just eating pancakes with a microphone i was like life is good and also i think like that thing of you know I live with a boy which I love very much I love him very much but also I think beauty for me brings me back to my girlfriends and you know friends who also love playing with makeup just being able to play with makeup and being you know with friends who enjoy makeup too and I think for me the best bit about makeup in general personally irrelevant from my job is the getting ready to go somewhere like yeah. for me that's always the best bit yeah. like when we were in Vegas the getting ready together I was like oh I miss this so much now I live with a boy like it's yeah. so fun just to have like a bit Beyonce on and like you and know dance around before we called yeah. it self-care completely you know? it's just something you know if it makes you we feel good then brilliant when we were getting ready to go no. in Vegas, we were just doing our makeup but now we would call that self-care yeah. and I know that like even when I went to Palm Springs recently for a little vacation like there was a feeling of Oh, I'm gonna have like an hour to get ready each night because I can <laughs> yeah. and that was like golden and again I you know it was just for me I was like oh this just feels so nice to have time to do my eyebrows the way I yeah. like to do them without no, being rushed but I think you know for me beauty one of the nice things is that I appreciate even more through what we've done is my awareness of how important the experience is like that's yeah. a really nice takeaway for me is that I'll always look I have like a new understanding of like not only everyone's point of view from the brand to the consumer to the influencer, whatever, but I think that thing of it being experience and how important that is, yeah. you know, it doesn't just stop at taking the product home. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the community that has come up around the pod um, reinforces everything you just said. And that's so true. Um, I've loved the Facebook group. I've loved when we did our meetup. Um, it's been so great to see because I, I, again it's a weird that like, beauty is a self-care moment but it can mm. also be quite isolating because mm. it is a solitary experience yeah and you might not know and again 
boo patriarchy we've been taught to believe that we should be a little bit ashamed of it and mm. it's vain and it's like you shouldn't be that invested in yourself and you shouldn't be like staring in a mirror doing your eyeshadow and caring about it that much because not just men other women will judge you for it mm. and actually through this podcast i found out there are literally thousands of us who mm. love taking that and time you guys out have and like playing. met up as well like that yeah. was the other cool thing real from friendships like yeah real friendships have come amazing. out and i mean i remember when we first started the facebook group like some of you who were in other countries they didn't have access to the same products as some of the other facebook group users were like oh i'll send you some oh, of that and i was just like that's so amazing like i love that beauty connects people like that and there's just a genuine joy of i want you to experience yeah. how good it is oh regardless like, of anything else yeah. whatever is happening with the pod the december challenge will be on yes like i will be like putting the december challenge on and we'll be doing our secret santa because it's just such a lovely lovely thing yeah like it's been so nice um that for sure and there's been so many people we've met through this like we got to talk to katie yeah who so I've never met Katie guests. before that was fantastic. I've met um, Nadine Baggett, become a really good friend. Emma, we yeah. would never have had, I would never have had I my mean, Emma that's it. Like friendships that have formed. I mean, I remember having like Dr. Murad on and learning about, you know, again, learning even that thing about like, Oof, you are what you a, eat a bit, yeah, you know, that and like that kind of experience. That was, that was like one of our first <laughs> interviews and we were such little newbies, but we've we loved learning and loved meeting new people. And I think as well, we've had such a privilege, you know, getting to spend time with these yeah. creators and these, you know, chemists, people like, that. So many yeah. ass kicking women yes I've, i mean i've learned a lot i've learned a lot about what it takes to succeed like a yeah. lot about women yeah. who are just and also i think lizzo said something recently where she was like you know there is no such thing as an overnight success yeah and i think a lot of the founders that we've interviewed as well they were really kind to share their struggles as well yeah. and not just make out like oh yeah it was dead easy like i did yeah. this and if it's like they're still learning they're still growing and i think that's really empowering yeah for sure i mean that's one of the biggest things is like that's what i learn every every single time i dip into yeah. one of these the one lesson that is consistent for everyone is like you're going to fail before you succeed or you're going to fail at some point you know it's like you've got to you've got to figure that out you have to learn how to work with failure and move on yeah do you think about it like winged liner you know yes. you're probably not going to get your eyeliner right the first time and if you do get your eyeliner right the first time maybe on the 10th time you're going to fuck it up but you can always just do it again that's what q-tips are for Lindsay and biodema it's all good it's for learning and then doing it again the yeah. other way there you go there you <laughs> go parallel um what are some of your favorite products that you've come across either because of the pod or in the last i mean you have enabled years. me i'm not gonna lie i yeah, mean i no, feel I'm, like my my love of color pop has got much strengthened yeah um sorry. i feel not like i uh, no well, that's it I'm not sorry. I feel like I've loved a lot of <laughs> no, products from yourself. Not bothered. Um, I mean, there's so many. That's the thing. If I look back now, you know, I remember when the Nas Erdem Erdem oh, collection so that was amazing. The Nas um, I feel oh, like, babe. and again, it's that thing when we text each other and be like, oh, "Have you tried this? It's really, really good." And like QMS, like when we both like, "Oh my god, it works!" Let's love sure. it. Like we've had so many things like old and new that have just been amazing, and even like the wave of things happening in the industry. You know, there's been some real ups and downs to the beauty industry, but I think all that can come is good from here yeah. out. You know, it's. Like I think the way I knew it was time for us to take a break was that. Um, I think it's the death knell for highlighters this season. <laughs> I've, I've seen a real drop off in highlighters. It's a sign. <laughs> it's a sign. Like our first episode was how much highlighter is too much highlighter. Yeah, and I think you've our got last enough. episode will be like, I can now, conf- I can now answer I've that question. I've got enough. <laughs> <laughs> like too much highlighter is how much highlighter I currently have. Yeah. Although I will say there mm-hmm. is like a clear iridescent uh, Fenty matchstick coming out you know the matchstick highlighters oh it's it's very like the chanel (gasps) obviously a lot cheaper than the chanel need it so while i'm saying we're done (laughs) i'm not done because i do know us there's always 
room for one more. Gosh. We do want that. What have your highlights yeah. been in terms of like? Um, product wise, gosh, what are they? Definitely QMS, which I wouldn't have yeah. known about if it weren't for the pod. Yeah, same here. Um, Vintner's daughter, I probably yeah. would never have um, known so much about. And we got to meet mm. April, who is a real champion yeah. of women and a supporter of ours. Um, a bunch of beauty pie stuff, yeah, for sure, which is something that's happened in our time. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else? There's so many. There are so many. I think about what I have with me all the time. Um, the La Mer Fluid Soft Fluid Foundation. Yes, I probably I wouldn't about have that known about you. the yeah. pod without the podcast. I probably wouldn't have done that or tried that. Um, the M Cosmetics blushes were oh, one you so brought good. to the table yeah. that I Serum really love. Love them. So pretty. Um, there really, there really is a disturbing amount of product, disturbing amount of product <laughs> that I have come across because of this podcast. Um, the Elemis pads, the Elemis. Oh yeah. The dynamic, dynamic resurfacing. resurfacing yeah. Pads. They're amazing. That's I mean, I've always loved those like from various brands. Like yeah. I've always used those in my pro kit and I love them. But I, I love like the I've... Elemis ones because I just feel like they're so gentle because yes. they're lactic based, right? Yes. Very, Not glycolic. Um, and I think, I mean, that was a trend that we saw peak was the glycolic toning. Yes. And I know that hasn't gone away but i do think it's relaxed which is good yes because we were all get a bit acid toning yes way crazy. Too much <laughs> and stripping our skin and destroying the mantle ronnie agrees ronnie is like ronnie it's is too much very vocal. do not strip your that's mantle either ronnie or pad tell him to f off no yeah. that's ronnie <laughs> <laughs> ronnie says your acid mantle is important protect it spf as well guys yeah spf always hand wash your hands um yeah i'm trying to think what else specifically i mean lash paradise yes oh, oh my, my god, god how could paradise. i forget that's paradise actually we had a lot of mascara wins uh we did that i saw echo through the group bourgeois, bourgeois volume reveal r.i.p bourgeois i know sad times I mean, we've had a, we've had, do you know what we've had two beauty i was gonna say deaths but that sounds a bit intense two right now we've had two beauty r.i.p's yeah. we've had um the urban decay naked palette the first <laughs> I can't one even i can't and then bear we had bourgeois. yeah i've got so that really was like That's a bit tense. of a shark jumping moment yeah. for Urban Decay for me when that happened. I'm like, guys, we've well, gone too Well, then they did far. the reloaded one. I was yeah, like, okay, like, this oh, is just marketing. Right then, fine. You had a funeral yeah. for an eye palette. Steady on. Steady on. Um, but yeah, bourgeois, like closing bourgeois in the UK is absolutely crazy bananas to me. Yeah. That was like... Did not see that coming. No. no. And to make way for Kylie, which is bonkers. Yes. Because I do feel like, I mean, Kylie was an interesting story for the business because it was the last giant deal it was yes. the last like billion dollar brand because then when drunk elephant sold yes it was sold for a little bit less than people had expected they right. thought it would be a billion and i think it was 800 million right people thought it would go for more um I mean, my numbers are slightly off because i'm not researching them as we're doing it but people thought it was yeah. going to go for more but the kylie deal was so bananas and the elemis deal before that was absolutely huge yeah. that was crazy and um, when they were bought out it was people were like wow okay we knew elemis was good but yeah. like wow um and i do think that's going to be interesting for brands that are up for sale and brands that are moving around at the moment there's lots of rumors there's going to be a lot of uh change in mm. the industry in the next couple of years i think some brands that aren't doing quite as well as once they was i think are going to disappear yes, feel the pressure yeah. yeah um i think some of those mid-tier brands we're going to lose i think we will end up somewhere with somewhere where we used to be 15 years ago where we had drugstore and we had high end yeah i think it will be the mid-tier brands that will suffer well i think either the mid-tier what they'll do is they'll just go online i think they'll yeah. end up just selling from yeah. online because they'll be like it's too expensive to be in stores yeah. maybe yeah i think like, and they'll t i think there'll be more and more brands doing the glossier route as well yes where it's, definitely direct consumers yeah. not going anywhere yeah. um 
yeah, I think, although direct to consumer, like I was reading an article about that, it's not specifically Glossier, but the Warby Parker model is what they yeah. called it. And all how so many brands like Away yeah. and Outdoor Voices and these brands that you think of because you saw them through Instagram yes. and you have a very and you clear forget concept, that they're all direct to But consumer. then they're actually yeah. all really struggling yeah. uh, because they maxed out their sales with people because it was really expensive stuff that yeah. we were convinced that we wanted because of how we were consuming Instagram at the time yes. and now the way people consume Instagram is changing yeah well the algorithm the algorithm is changing people yeah. aren't mm. as swayed by influencers as once they were yeah. these are brands that were all born of influencer marketing um and they're all starting to struggle and have difficult times like the CEO of Outdoor Voices quit the founder, she had to resign from her yeah. own company because it was in such dire straits, which I was really shocked about because I think of Outdoor Voices and I'm like, oh, I really want some of those hundred dollar yeah. yoga pants. Mm -hmm. And yeah, actually, I've tried them on a bunch of times and they look terrible, but I keep going back yeah, and looking yeah, at them. Yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with me? It's like, what am I not doing right? Yeah, it's than, my yeah. fault. Not why mm -hmm. doesn't someone said that to me recently and it was so clever. I can't remember who it was. I probably read it. And I'm just going to steal it. Uh, but it was like when you go and try clothes in, in the shop and they look bad, you feel bad. And it shouldn't be you that feels bad. It's the clothes. You're not auditioning for the clothes. The clothes are auditioning for you. Yes, I've heard something similar to that before. I think someone yes. said to me, it's the clothes job to make you look good, not the yeah. other way around. Or yes. Something. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, I've never thought about it. I've always just been like, oh, I look terrible in this dress. Yeah. It's like, no, that dress looks terrible on you. Yeah. It's not the other changer. way around. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is genius. That's it. Uh, <laughs> it made me so happy. <laughs> so think about that with your makeup and things too exactly like, oh no that, flies. that eyeshadow looks <laughs> terrible on me and it's like oh I look terrible in this eyeshadow it's like no it's just not your color or yeah. it didn't work for you it's yeah. not your fault it's the product's fault it's a it's the product's job to work and go with how you feel like yeah. you know yeah yeah but uh, yeah I yeah. think it's going to be really interesting to see who makes it out of the next two years yeah um I, I mean not we don't know anyone specifically but I'm thinking that like two-faced range yes. not too face specifically they just bought, got bought out by Estee Lauder they're yes. doing fine but that very mid-tier yes. um, well, especially the like indies the, or the yes. smaller owned ones they're going to be the ones that are at risk I mean I think of someone like a Natasha Denona who obviously is selling $200 palettes yes peak palette has passed Yes. So it's how does she move forward as a brand? Well, and I think example. as well with the whole dupe thing that we've talked about before in past yep. episodes, you know, people are like, people will go, oh, but what's the dupe? Like people know the dupe's coming now rather than being like, oh, well, I'll have to get that because there's nothing similar. People yep. know there they will know be if they just an identical wait. dupe. Yeah. Wait six months, you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a really interesting time. It's going to be an interesting time. Yeah. Uh, which we'll talk about when we come back <laughs> we figure it out but gosh I'm excited to see what the landscape will look like I am it'll be interesting coming back and being like hmm what does yeah. how, what has what changed has biggest changed? change well I mean we'll all be living on the moon we'll all be living on the moon I'll yeah. have a jetpack on my back yes that's how my I will get bag. to it's going to be so easy for us to get to each other because we can just jetpack to each other oh my gosh can you imagine? or teleport it'll be fine <laughs> oh I've been so stupid yeah we should have just waited for teleporting yeah, we should have um <laughs> So the sad news is it's the last highlight of the week for a while. Oh God, don't, don't. Yeah, I mean, it is. I want to say like I brought something really special for it, but I just got regular old. <laughs> I don't even think I've got one. We can oh, do it, dear. we can do it. We can do it. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Highlight of the week. I like that Pad came to do it with us. Yeah, we, we kept it classic as well. We yeah. kept it like the original. Yeah, we didn't um, go crazy. We didn't smash it out. What is your highlight of the week? 
So I think I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, but it's officially my highlight of the week. Um, Makeup Revolution did a collaboration with makeup artist Alexis Stone. And it's all bright, bold colors and they're all mattes and they're tonal. So it goes from like a bright red to a then slightly less intense red, like a coral red. Like it's so, so good, Lindsay. And I think if you're a makeup artist starting out or even if you're a makeup artist that's fully in the industry pad stop trying to kiss Lindsay. he's trying to snog her he's, <laughs> he's trying, trying to snog, snog her um it's just so good the price point's like 25 26 dollars um i think i bought it in ulta and yeah. oh the quality it's buttery it's richly pigmented and i feel like it's such like an essential piece of kit so nice. i'm loving that that's a nice What's one yours um mine this just feels right this just feels right it is the dior lip glow in rosewood Oh yes, the I new do. Shade we nearly of bought it at the same glow. time when we yeah, went to I caved. I, I thought you would. I knew you would. Yeah. I was like, I'll wait till Lindsay buys it. <laughs> it's really nice. Um it reminds me a lot of um the NARS afterglows, which we love. Oh, I love those. Um in the I think the Dolce Vita shade, which is the yes. the the movie rosy. Do you colour. prefer it to the normal lip glow though? I don't know. Because that's like your ride or die, yes, isn't no, it? Yes, it is, yeah. Um, yeah. The difference between this one, I feel like there's less pH shifting, so you don't okay. get that bright pink. You like know you what you're getting. You get the getting. color that yeah. it is. And this is the thing that I've always loved. I really wish, genuinely, genuinely wish they would bring out a clear one because I just love the texture sure, of the balm. Yeah. It sits on the lips so beautifully. Yeah. It hangs around for such a long time. It doesn't just vanish like yeah. so many lip balms do. I love the afterglows, but I do feel like they wear off a little bit right. faster because it's a thinner, it's a harder bullet, a thinner consistency. Yes, I think the lip door, the lip door, the, the Dior <laughs> lip glow definitely has more of like a waxy balm. Yeah, it's more of more a, like a traditional lip balm. Yeah. yeah, I wish they would bring out a clear. I really, really do. Um, but I, this is such a your lips that better if you hate the original because it's too pink. Yes, and the other options are the berry is very deep. The the bright pink is very bright pink. pink. Yeah. The coral is very coral. Like all the colors are very very. Um, and this is just a your lips but better color in a really beautiful texture. So. Um, I was really happy. I, I, I waited for so long <laughs> because I was like, what if it's not as good? Because uh, I was really disappointed with the ones they brought out last year that had the metallic swirl in them. Yes, I had that. And I they was like... They just looked awful. Yeah, they did not work they, It me. was just frosted. That was my first fail, I would say. Yeah, frosted lip glows. Like, don't do it. Don't do a frosted lip glow unless you're doing uh, 80s cosplay. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> but this is lovely and it does. it feels right to wrap on a, on a Dior lip glow. It's appropriate. It's very appropriate. Yeah. I mean, I should have just said anything brown, to be honest. You know, brown eyeliner, brown <laughs> eyeshadow, brown week? bronzer. Brown. Brown. She loves a brown. Brown is Harry's highlight of the I week. know. Well, thank you, Lindsay, oh, for being my you, work wife. It's been amazing. It's not goodbye. It's goodbye no. for now. It's, oh, it's goodbye for now and we'll see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a... Uh, don't want to leave you hanging, but it is a hiatus. So I don't get a bollocking from my yes. <laughs> publisher. Yes. Uh, we need a timeout. But yeah, like we say, we've got tons of really exciting stuff going on and we think that'll make you happy yes um and obviously we wish we were making the pod all the time as well but yeah. um it's been three years there had to be time yes. for a break we've had a very good innings we've had a very good innings made some lovely That's friends met some saying. lovely we people run. we had a good run we had a good run and um, there's been a fair amount of uh percy pigs eaten oh god so many yeah. cream eggs mini yeah. eggs 
mini eggs today. Oh, cups of tea. Cups of tea. Yeah. And rotisserie chickens. <laughs> lots of rotisserie chickens. God, we well, sound you dead don't bougie. Know this pod is like primarily rolls around food. Rotisserie chickens. Um, and wine. There's been so a fair few of wine, so, but more tea than yeah, wine, I'd say. So often they're cheaper than like buying a regular chicken. That's the oh, mad no. thing about rotisserie I, chicken. I still get very confused I don't by understand that. understand it. Then I you make soup to... the next day in a curry. Oh, oh love Just it. a tip for you there. I made enchiladas with one the other week. Oh, bougie. It's great. Shredded it and then like You do really good shredded chickens. Is that in your slow cooker thing? Yeah, well, because I did it with a rotisserie. What I had left on the rotisserie, I just shredded it. Genius. Put it in a pan with a little bit of chicken stock and taco seasoning. So you stewed <gasps> it. Oh, then took genius. it out the... So it's flavoured. Yeah, and then made enchiladas. I love it's like we finished amazing. the pod like 10 minutes ago. We just carried on talking <laughs> as if everyone's gone. Yeah, everyone's like, are you finished or not? <laughs> We're just like, oh, how'd you do that, Lindsay? Yeah, I'll be back with my oh, new dear. podcast, What to Do With Rotisserie <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lindsay totally is the new to host podcast. of Great British Bake Off, guys. percent <laughs> listen to what ten things what? to do with a rotisserie chicken. Can you imagine? Um, yes, yeah. I've just made. A I think we're just stalling now because we're scared to say goodbye. Yeah, it feels I think so. No, we're gonna. Sad, we're gonna but we will wrap it up. up. Thank you, everyone. As we said, the Facebook group is still going to be there. So facebook.com Stay connected. Full coverage podcast. Uh, then top pin post uh beauty lovers will be in there being beauty lovers loving beauty that's like our jam uh that's, that's not going to change we're just not going to be able to talk about it every two weeks for a while uh and yeah instagram's still there so keep tagging us we want to see your pictures and we'll obviously be on our personal accounts yes. everywhere so at Lindsay Hill, at harry makes it up come say hi come say hi we're still gonna be around we're still gonna be absolutely desperate for beauty bants oh. um so don't stop talking to us and we'll still i mean you've got your youtube channel where you share so much beauty your instagram you share so much we do your blog i'm everywhere everything i'll be sharing my beauty stuff on my instagram um so Can't obviously i've got to have an outlet, have an outlet i will yeah. literally explode <laughs> like it will just be an explosion of lip glows we will continue to text each other things neither of us needs that's yeah. what we will continue oh, to do obviously <laughs> goes without saying yeah we're not going anywhere we're just not going to be doing this for a second we're yes. still around um, but we do want to say thank you. Without you guys, we would not have made it three no. years. We would not have made a million episodes. No. And you, <laughs> a million downloads, 80-something <laughs> episodes. episodes. I was like, yeah. We made a million episodes. Um, but yeah, you guys have been amazing. Your support, yeah. you know, just the way you guys have connected with each other. And I was going to say sliding into our DMs. I mean, yeah. some people have slid into our DMs. I mean, they have. But we've <laughs> we've made some lovely friends. And you we, know, have, we, we will have. miss you dearly while we're yeah. away. But we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, yeah I mean, what's happening? Like chatty chat chat so yeah chatty chats don't worry about it Come and if ever we're chat. together we'll be like oh look who's in there yeah you never know maybe we'll have some like spontaneous yeah moments. maybe a spontaneous like Keep, IGTV or something and, you, know, you, never, you never know when something might pop up you never know you never know I think that feels like a good good place you know, like, to end. literally I feel like I just finished a therapy session where I'm like look basically Lindsay you never know <laughs> You can never rely on anything. No. Nothing is You just don't know what certain. the future holds, Lindsay. You don't know what the future holds and you've yeah. got to be good with that. Got to be open to new things. Be open to see what happens and surprises yeah. and good things. Be open to let good things in. That's it. Yay. And come and see me on tour. Get on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do a special episode it's for tour the makeup. It's all tour, just the tour makeup. Yeah, at the oh. moment, uh, tour's still happening at the end of July mm. in the UK. So I'll, yes. I'll check out. <laughs> check, check me out then and um check out harry's youtube and if you're an aspiring makeup artist or a makeup artist already yes level up course level is up. available to purchase now and um, the link is in my instagram um for anyone who's looking to learn more about the business of makeup and becoming a makeup artist where you want some advice and guidance on how to excel in your career check that out as well amazing you're dead good thanks love likewise oh, so exciting oh right i've got to go i'm gonna go
going to go face the rain. I've, I've, got I've got a wee go really bad. Are. Yeah, you but should go and have a wee. I'm going to go wee, but um, I'm going to drive a car. Don't think of that as your last thing. thought. Think of your last thought as of our <laughs> highlight of the week. <laughs> that last sing along. I'm not even going to edit this out. I'm leaving no, it leave all in. in. Leave it in. Oh, we love you guys. We um, love we you. Will, thank you so much. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.